Hey you! Welcome to the Muzzles Mascara Motherhood Podcast. A podcast for the woman who recognizes that fitness is way more than a dress size or a number on the scale. Who refuses to diminish her uniqueness to fit in and who recognizes that motherhood is her superpower, not the death knell to her body or life goals. I'm your host, I'm Lola Bodiogudipwe, a fitness communicator, coach, wife and mom of two. On every episode of this podcast, you're going to be informed, inspired, and invigorated to take action as we talk about topics ranging from nutrition, mindset, exercise, motherhood, and the ever-changing definitions of beauty. If your goal is to be the healthiest, fittest version of you, who is confident and comfortable in her skin and empowered in all her roles, especially motherhood, you're in the perfect place. Let's do this. Today's episode, I'm sharing with you five tips for making healthy eating affordable. Look, I don't care what side of the world you're currently in. Things have changed. Things have changed. Like, I don't know about you, but when I get to the till at the grocery, I'm like, let me let me look at that before you print the receipt. Like, is it this few items I bought that you're calling that amount? <laughs> right? It's crazy. Like, so... And you know, one of the things that we start to compromise at times is food quality and all that, right? So today I just want to share five tips that I use, trust me, that I use to make this healthy eating and living affordable, right? That's something that we can keep up with because there's already this misconception that healthy eating is expensive. And I understand why people say this because junk food is literally everywhere and you can get junk food for very cheap most of the time, right? So when you compare to that, of course, healthy living, healthy eating is going to look expensive. But then I'm asking people that, what are you comparing it to exactly? Like, because for us in Nigeria here, you can be in traffic and hungry. I don't know how much gala is right now, right? I don't know how much um, maybe like a Sarah or something is, but I'm sure that with 500 bucks in traffic, one can get that to eat. Right, so that somebody can now compare that with saying, "Oh, you're saying I should go and get a salad, or I should make a salad, or blah blah blah," and say that that. But and I said it's like you're comparing good health to ill health, and saying ill health is cheaper. Of course, ill health is cheaper, right? So today, I just want to share five simple tips that you can start implementing immediately to help you make this fit farm journey easier and more sustainable. But before we go ahead, wherever you're listening to me from, do click the subscribe button so you don't miss another episode and just take a screenshot, share to your stories on Instagram or just hit the share button and share with somebody who this will benefit. All right, let's get into it. The first tip I have for you is to do the math. The first tip I have for you is to do the math. Do the math of exactly what your um, grocery for the whole month, for example, cost. Now, somebody's going to be, of course, that me, I know, mm-mm, but do the math. Do the math for your end of the month shopping, right? Then for the random things you buy over the course of the week, right? For every other thing, try to do the math and know what your grocery bill is actually at the end of the day. You know why I said, okay, so for example, I take a certain amount of the market at the end of every month, but I know that after I've bought all those things, every week I buy, for example, something like plantain. I buy fruits and veggies. Um, some odd things that you realize maybe you've run out, run out of or you didn't get. Like So every week I have to have a certain budget for those things. The reason I'm saying do the math here is 
when you do the math and when you outline things like that, then you are able to see, for example, where there might be wastage, where money might be wasted. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because usually most of us think that, oh, at the end of the month, this is how much I spend on groceries. We forget the little things that we spend money on over the course of the week, right? Um, over the course of the weeks, and then that translates into a month. And at the end of the day, you might notice that you are spending like double. So what I'm saying, do the math is here. For example, if maybe you're somebody who is like, okay, we eat, let, let me say yams, for example, right? I found out that I was buying yam every week. And of course, it's more affordable in the market than just in the area. I found out I was buying yam every week because I'll just maybe buy one um, in the market and then I come back, I buy. So I, one month I was like, no, I can actually, because the person I buy the yam from is really good. It stays like for long. So I just realized that, okay, let me add this to the bulk shopping that I do, right? Somebody might think that how much is that going to save? Hello? If you do that in a number of places, <laughs> it really adds up, right? And because my priority is always, always to keep up the quality of the food that we eat. So I have to think about, you know, thinking of where I can shave off. I was about to say a dollar. <laughs> shave off a couple of naira here, this, that, 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 that. So that I can still get the things that, you know, we want to get, right? So... First of all, do the math. When you do the math, when you look at the overall thing, then you are able to think to yourself that, okay, um, this can actually be maybe scrapped off or this can be bunched together. I don't know if you know what, but anyway, do the math. Whatever, however that translates for you, then it will, you know, make more sense, right? The second thing is plan ahead. Plan ahead. I, I you, You'll be surprised to know how many people just abstractly go into the market or um, the supermarket and just whatever plan ahead. And the reason I'm saying this is because your planning has to be based on something, right? Your planning has to be based on something. And for me and what I encourage clients to do is for your planning to be based on a meal timetable. Oh, somebody's going to, oh, damn it. That's so boring. It's in the same thing. We can, mm, I trust me. It is not boring. Because you just have a general framework. I don't know how people exist with saying, oh, what are we going to eat today? No, that thing stresses me out. I personally, I need to have a framework. Then we can change it all later. But I mean, this is the default meal for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, right? Because I have that already, then I plan my list based on that. And why am I saying planning? It's because it helps your shopping be more precise. And when you're more precise, then you plug again the wastage, right? You plug the wastage. It makes, it makes your shopping more efficient and then it makes your spending money more efficient, right? Because by the time I sit down to look at, so let me give you an example. Um, for example, every Friday is always chicken and fries, like chicken and chips is always chicken and fries. It has been for years, for donkey years in my house. So when I sit and plan ahead and then Monday breakfast is usually a chicken wrap, right? So because I plan ahead and I have that timetable, I know that I usually get a roasted chicken for um, Friday dinner. So I know that, okay, yes, because I have that, then I have chicken leftover for wrap on Monday. Do you understand what I'm saying? Um, that one of our meals, Wednesday meal is um, plantain and egg, right? Plantain and egg. So I usually buy enough so that I know that, okay, plantain and egg, then I'm going to have leftover plantain to add to another meal another day. Are you getting my thought process, right? Um, Monday dinner is usually swallow, 
and the swallow is usually with fish because I try to um, switch up the protein. So I'm like, okay, with fish, then usually I try to make a fish sauce so that we can have it with something else sometime the week, during the week, right? Um, my daughter doesn't eat eggs. So she, when they're having plant planting an egg, um, she had, and I say they because I don't eat fried egg either. So when they're having a planting an egg, she has um, plantain and minced meat sauce. Excuse me. She has plantain and minced meat sauce. Right, that minced meat sauce she uses is usually leftover. I'm conscious when I'm making minced meat sauce for pasta for Tuesday dinner to make sure that there's going to be enough leftover to, for her to use. Do you understand what I'm saying? When you have a timetable like that, then you can base off of it and you can plan properly and avoid wastage and save yourself the stress, also. Right, so that's my second tip for you plan and stick to the list as much as possible when you go to the market. But your planning has to start, it has to have a baseline from which you are pulling from yes now the third um the third tip basically is avoid wastage avoid wastage right it feeds into my second point where i gave the example of oh so leftover minced meat sauce um little madame we use with her whatever right avoid wastage a big a big um what's it called um part of this um aspect of this whatever <laughs> the english is twisting my mouth is for me is when it comes to fruits and veggies so you usually find out maybe you didn't get around to eating the fruits or the veggies or whatever avoid wastage pay attention so what i do is by the time it's getting maybe two three days and i see that it's starting to be before immediately i just chop up and put in the pre freezer for um what's it called for smoothies right if it's veggies i quickly turn the salad or coleslaw whatever it is to a um veggie stir fry if it's, for example, you know how at times you cook yam for the whole family and then um, maybe you have one, two slices left, whatever, and you just put it in the freezer, forget it, and you end up through anyway. I can just say that, okay, I'm going to add that. It will just be fried up with another, maybe with plantain or something and used as a side. Avoid wastage. Pay attention, right? Pay attention to the, the foods in your freezer. Think of creative ways that you can you know, put things together because in this economy, it is necessary. It is necessary. And when you think about the fact that there are people who can't, you know, at times I just wonder that when we are complaining that really, really, there are some people who are wondering how they are surviving. So avoid wastage. That white rice that is left, turn it into a stir fry with leftover coleslaw, you know, and you have another meal. So that's my third tip for you. Avoid wastage, right? Fourth tip. Did I say I was going to give you five tips? Because I think I have two bonus ones. <laughs> the fourth tip and tip, and this is very near and dear to my heart, is let the whole family eat healthy. Let the whole family eat fit farm. You know, because you see moms, you see people say, oh, this, um, this is my own meal. Then this is the meal for the family. Why? If you are thinking of eating healthy, if you think, if you really think and believe that your own food is the healthy one, why is your family eating something different? It, it, it has never made sense to me. You see mom say, oh, I don't take soda. I don't blah, blah, blah. But then you are constantly buying me for the kids. It's, I don't understand that kind of level. So a situation where this really becomes a problem is when you find people going on specialty diet. So, oh, I'm keto. Oh, I don't eat carbs. 
oh, this, oh, that. That is when it becomes a problem. And then you find yourself doing two different grocery shopping. You find yourself two doing, doing two different meal plans and meal preps because you're eating differently from the family. Let the whole family eat healthy. Whatever your definition of healthy, then you if they can't eat like you, then there's a problem with how you're eating. Except you have a maybe nutrition plan that really has to do with your health, right? That is maybe for some reason you really, really have to eat, eat like a specialized diet. Then I don't understand why your family is eating separately for it differently from what you're eating you are eating oilless something because you believe that's the way to be healthy then their own stew before they get to the pepper is oil first make it make sense so let the whole family because then it reduces the cost of everything right i tell people i don't eat differently from my family i might change the way i eat maybe my portions or most times it's because i don't feel like eating what they're eating not because i feel that oh what they're eating is unhealthy let the whole family eat healthy the fifth point is focus on staples, not specialty foods, which again feeds into my last point. You're going, I never know how to pronounce this. Is it quina? Quina? I never know how to pronounce that thing. Q-U-I-N-O-A. Q-U-I-N-O-A. That's what I'm trying to pronounce, please. So pronounce it for me. But you see that food, I don't understand it. Then maybe that's why I can't pronounce it. Right? Focus on staples. Rice, beans, gari, elubo, yam. Staples, not specialty foods. Because you see, it's when you start looking for specialty foods that your grocery list shoots up. I'm not saying that those foods are not good or whatever, but they are not necessary. They don't have to form the baseline of your diet. That food I cannot pronounce, I've never eaten it. I've never eaten it. <laughs> Maybe that's why I can't pronounce it. Right? So all the specialty foods, you see people going around looking for brown rice and looking for this and looking for that. And I'm like, why? And usually it stems from a lack of understanding of what healthy food is, of what healthy eating is, right? So um, focus on staples. And then it is how you cook the staples, how you combine them, your portions, the frequency of eating, that is what really determines if something is going to be good for you or not. Right? So, focus on staples, not specialty foods. This is a big, big tip. I mean, if I'm, I myself, I'm, I'm, I will tell you the truth. I have cut out buying certain things. What's my business with almond, almond milk that is now almost 5,000 naira for a pack? Why? I don't, <laughs> I don't need it. It's not compulsory. I've cut out quite a number of things from my grocery list. And at most of the time, I don't even notice because most of them are nice to have, not compulsory. So if you want to really, really maintain your level of healthy eating, then please cut out, cut out the specialty foods as much as possible. Because when I spend 5,000 naira on a pack of almond milk that I will use twice because it cannot even last in the fridge, <laughs> excuse me. Do you understand, right? And then another tip to tie in with that, right, is generic brands. Go for generic brands. Um, the best example I can use is maybe um something like maybe conflicts. We don't eat conflicts in my house. Nobody eats it. But I mean, if you were going for maybe a name, because half of these foods, for example, half of them are selling the brand, not the 
food in it. I'm not saying that there isn't a difference in the quality of foods, but especially if you live, if you live in the abroad, you especially understand what I'm saying about the brands and the generic brands. Do you understand the name brands and the generic brands? At times you go for the generic brands because they're really easy. In fact, at times these name brands make the generic brands, but they just don't put their names on it. So for some things, you go for the generic brands and you're still having your same, you know, um, kind of food. This thing, it doesn't have to be, um, we just have to put a bit of thought behind it. Trust me, I understand that the economies, I'm not even saying economy, even though Nigeria, our cases in God's hands, the economies are not smiling. But I hope with these tips, right, we can just really just give a little bit of thought behind it. I've shared, I don't know if I've shared here before, but I've shared on social, on Instagram before how um, now all my protein I buy from a farm. I found a farm on Instagram. So my chicken, gizzard, chicken breast, blah, 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 directly from the farm. Trust me, it is way more affordable. So I just bulk buy at the beginning of the month, as opposed to I used to buy from the supermarket. And then when I discovered this, people were like, oh, the difference is so much. So I order from the farm at the beginning of the month. Right. So that way, because in my house, they don't hear there's like, everything is protein. My son can eat chicken three times a day. I'm not exaggerating. Chicken sandwich, chicken something, chicken something. And I'm the one always telling them protein is the most important macronutrient. So I'm not going to change. My, do you understand? So I have to find ways to make it um, still be able to maintain that standard of um, living in quote, if you're going to call it that. So I hope with these few tips of mine, I've been able to convince and not confuse you that it is possible to eat healthy on a budget, right? Um, when you're um, I, around here, I don't know about other places, but around here, you know, you can price things, you can bunch things together, right? When you're shopping, a lot of it is just, and one, one, the last tip is have a regular customer. <laughs> If you have somebody you buy from frequently, for example, fruits and veggies, they are most likely to give you a better deal than other times. Honestly, you will think that all these things, what does it matter? It's just this, it's just that. But trust me, they add up, right? They add up because if... <clears throat> that's one thing I'm not ready to compromise on, the quality of foods that we're eating because that serves as the baseline of health. The foods you eat basically make up your body. You, you understand? I'm not, I, I'm not ready to compromise anywhere there. But again, like I said, the reality of the economy also has to come into a factor. So we just have to be smart about it. All right. Let me know if any of these tips helped you. And if you have any tip that you want to share with me, please, I am very open. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. And if you are going shopping this weekend, remember to implement these tips. Have a beautiful weekend and I'll speak to you on Monday.